listeners and viewers to another episode of Education, the Teachers Talking Terror podcast, where your hosts, Mike and Courtney, are back with your pick this week. Yes. You mine. went way back, <laughs> way back in the mind. Uh, this another... is a true classic. Yes, this is this is <laughs> this is a true classic. Uh, the first of a series. There's like 14 of these Children of the Corn movies. So many of them. I have not seen any of them, but this one, uh, and I've seen this one probably 14 times at least. Uh, we are here talking about 1984's Children of the Corn, the uh, Stephen King short story come to life as a motion picture. Your pick. Your pick. Yes. Um, <laughs> Was this, I know we've talked some movies where, like Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Hellraiser, you said, okay, that wasn't really what I thought yeah. it was going to be. Um, this movie's called Children of the Corn. Yes, and like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's Children of the Corn. Yeah. But I guess, like, I don't know. When you hear people talk about this movie, I expected it to be scarier. Okay, Um you might remember last week when we were recording and I had mentioned this movie scared me as a kid. Yes. The, yes. The as a kid part was key. Correct. <laughs> and like Casey was like, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. And I'm like, listen, Mike said it's only scary as a kid. Like, yeah. Okay. You did get that. Cause I didn't I'm know like, if, you're you not read, a kid. if you read between the lines that I'm like, man, yeah. this movie scared me as a kid because it, it's not, it's not an it's it's a fun horror movie. This right. This kind of like it's not fun as in like it's goofy like like um you know like Night of the Creeps was fun. Correct. This movie's not fun, but this this movie feels like fall. Yes. This feels like a yes. movie you would watch during October. And yeah, and it did like like I like I didn't know what to think of it, huh? so I I I didn't have like high or low expectations. Right. And so I just was like, here I am to watch this movie that I've been scared of since I was a kid, even though I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I think, and I haven't read Stephen King's short story, but I'm pretty sure his writing and the idea of this movie was probably yes. more effective than the, the final product. Correct. Yeah, it gets a little goofy. It starts. It I don't. I think it starts pretty solid. Yeah the the cult aspect of it is what's scary to me. Yeah. Um, just because like there are real cults out in the world. Yes. But uh, we start off in Gatlin, Nebraska, and it's just this like tiny farm town, kind of like Lewiston is. Oh yeah. And um. Like it's, I mean, just like it, like it's surrounded by cornfields yep. and, um, they, when like this, this Gatlin, Nebraska gives me vibes of like Avon, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, just super this, tiny. Just this real tiny downtown, yeah. you know, like real tiny. And it's all, and it's just mm-hmm. things like a restaurant and the post office, <laughs> yeah. like nothing, everything looks the same, but it's just, that's the vibe it gave me. Yeah. It's like. There's going to be two old men sitting out front on a bench. Yep. <laughs> um, and so there is a drought and the corn has like all the crops have failed. And so uh, they, this whole town just it, it's a very religious town, you can tell. But yep. they they turn to prayer. 
So um, that's kind of where we kickstart off in a church with um, one little boy, just just one kid, and I don't remember his name. Oh yeah, um, if they even say his name is yeah, is it uh, Job? Job, okay, because he was like yes. of all the kids, he was like the good boy. Yeah, and um, he's there because his dad does not like this other little boy named Isaac, who's taken like all of the kid right. kids into the cornfield and um, kind of just like is introducing them into a cult. Which here's the here's the crazy thing, you know the the actor that plays Isaac, like the yeah. nine year old cult leader boy. Um, was like 25 when this movie came out. What? Yeah. With yeah. that voice? Yes. His voice was was humorous. It, like it the was way grating, he's like, for sure. Yeah, he's like, don't do this. Yeah, like, he, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, as a kid, he had uh, growth hormone deficiency. Okay. And so, like, he's, like, barely five feet tall in real life. Okay. Well, hey, that's the perfect thing to cast him as a yeah. child. Yeah, so it's like you want a child <laughs> actor, but that can like with a good memory and can del- deliver uh-huh. on these lines. Well, let's let's get a dwarfish adult and yeah. So I guess it worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he played the part good. Yeah. Um. So we switch scenes to a restaurant, and Job has got his delicious little milkshake there. Meanwhile, Malachi, who is like. A secondhand man to Isaac. Yeah, he's the muscle. Um, they they start like a a sacrifice. Yeah, just a massacre. The adults yeah. and just like literally everybody in the restaurant is killed. Yeah, all the adults. Yeah, and you I don't really see any of it. You just see no. like a lot of like a little blood splatter here. Yeah. Um, did you recognize the the actor who played Malachi? His name's Courtney Gaines. And this by far is probably, no, not probably, easily his most menacing role. Um, are you, have you seen Sweet Home Alabama? I've listened, I've listened to it, but I've not really sat down to watch it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Because he's been in quite a bit. He was in, he had a little small part in Back to the Future. He was in a Tom Hanks movie called The Burbs. He was in Sweet Home Alabama as the sheriff. Um, to see him as an adult and then to see him in this movie as a kid, like, he looks like a reformed bully. Like, like in here you're watching this yeah. and you're like, because he, he scared me as a kid. He just Yeah, looks, he was a psycho. Yeah. And then, but then he grows up and he's just like, just plays like the goofiest roles in movies. And it's just, it's fun to see it because mm-hmm. like you would look at him in this movie and think that he grew up to be this like big Hulk of a guy. And yeah. he's not. He's just this like, kind of this just normal skinny looking dude that. Um, plays these goofy roles, and it's like good for you, man. Um, yeah, but Malachi definitely was the muscle um, yes. that I because Isaac couldn't do it. He was just this frail little cult right. leader, and he needed and he needed his uh, right hand man to take on all the violence. And honestly, like Malachi reminded me of like the the guy that his ego was just stroked a little too much in this movie. Like he, it just got bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad we don't have a Malachi at school. Yeah. For real. Like, 
Because <laughs> he just, yeah, I'm just glad we don't have one. He's a yeah. little scary. Um, Job and his sister Sarah, they they weren't a part of the sacrifice. Like they just, I don't know. I feel like everyone's just kind of indifferent towards them. Yeah, well, it's because um, like the way this cult works is you have you got to be a kid to to right. be alive, and like once you turn eighteen, then you're sacrificed because you're an adult. Yes, and so it's almost like. No, like indifference, the right word, I think, because Job and Sarah aren't like they're just kids. They don't want to be part of this. But because they're kids, they're also not sacrificed. Like, Mm -hmm. it's I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like they're barnacles. Yeah. Like, well, we have to keep you around because we can't sacrifice you. But but we don't want anything to do with uh, you you guys. Just don't play Monopoly. (laughs) Uh, So flash forward to three years later and we've got um, the. Two of the only living adults in the movie, Vicky and Bert, mm-hmm. and they are traveling to Seattle, and he is a doctor. Yeah. I think, if I remember correctly, I don't know if it says, I don't remember if it says in the movie, but I, I want to say, I remember, like, they were going from Chicago to Seattle. Okay. So, how they ended up going through Nebraska, I don't really know, but whatever. I mean, the way that Bert drives makes me think he's not really a good driver, so... He probably took a wrong turn somewhere and ended well, up. Well, we know he stuff. took a wrong turn into the into the corn. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're headed to Seattle because he's gonna be a doctor. And that's what doctors do. They just get jobs across the country. Yep. And uh so meanwhile, there's a little boy Joseph, and he's trying to escape. I don't really know if it's necessarily the cult, but the town itself. Yeah. And um he's attacked in the corn. He heads out into the road and Bert hits him. Yeah. I've I've always had a problem with this part because <laughs> I've seen it so much that I get nitpicky. Yeah. They are driving in the car and Vicky is looking at the map and Bert is trying to help her navigate the map. And if you've seen this movie as many times as I have, you know you start noticing things like Bert, they're really driving a car. Bert's really driving a car. So Nebraska roads are pretty straight. And Bert keeps doing this thing where he's got his hand on the steering wheel and he's looking at the map. But as an actor, Peter Weller or Peter Horton keeps looking up at the road like this to make sure he's driving straight as an actor. <laughs> and then suddenly plows into a kid. Like it's it's a Nebraska road. You saw this kid a mile away. Yeah. And if you didn't, then you saw the other kids put him in the road. Yes. <laughs> so, and again, that's just more like a little goof on the movie maker's part, but it cracks me up every time. Scared me the first couple of times I saw it because I'm like, oh my God, he just ran over that kid. But then when you start noticing, like, yeah. Bert's looking at the road the entire time. Like, how did you not see yeah, him he saw either him. go out or something? Yeah. Right. Um, and so he gets out. Um in a panic to look and realizes his throat was slit before. I don't think he needed to be a doctor to discover that. Right. And uh, he was a doctor, though, to know that the blood on his suitcase was fresh. I don't think he, he got all, He it, got all fancy there, too. Like, yeah. blood coagulates in four minutes, and this yeah. was still fresh. Yeah, it's like, it's it's wet, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, all I need to know. <laughs> It's blood. Yeah. Like a kid's dead. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Regardless, and, 
his throat is cut, and you hit him with your car. Yeah. And he's like, like hmm, this blood coagulated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. um, we get, like, our first of two, three jump scares, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, here where Vicky goes over to just look at the body because she just, she wants to. That's yes. Medical assistant, I guess. Who knows? That's what I would do. I would just be like, I just want one peek. And uh, really, she goes, would you really want to go check out that dead body? Yeah, I would. That you guys just plowed over with your yeah, body. Like, yeah. Like, like, like rolled over it. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you'd want to go, like, oh my God. You put me in this situation and my answer might be different. But I remember we went down south, um, like sideline real quick. We went down south and my husband's uncle is part of the EMT. Uh-huh. And they've gotten a call that a lady had kind of fallen into psychosis and she was under her house and like they had to go dig her out and she was going crazy with you the guys knife in Kansas? and stuff. And I know. And I'm like, can I go? Like, I want to go. And they're like, no, you can't go, Courtney. I was like, oh, man, like, I love that kind of stuff. Though. So go be an EMT. Do that on the side. <laughs> well, I mean, I do deal with blood in the classroom. Oh, uh, yeah. Kindergarten's a bit different than run than a ran over kid in the road. I mean, but you would not be able to tell a hangnail is like they've been hit by a car. Well, I that's mean. true. That's true. <laughs> I, I am much more comfortable with the gore on screen. <laughs> um, no, I like it in person too. Yeah, my wife. So they are hunting for a phone because they need to call someone to let them know. So they meet another um, adult. Dell. Yeah, it's, it's like deal. Yeah. Um, and he's a mechanic, but he is like very like he does not want to help them. He's like, nope, no gas. I don't have this. I don't have right. this. I don't have this. Like, go this way. Don't go to Gatlin. They're religious. They're kind of weird. Um, so onwards. Right. Where did yeah. Vicky go? Yeah, because we find out that because well, first of all, it's a little surprising to see this adult yeah. when we've already seen all the other adults killed. Yes. But we do find out that he's allowed to live because he knows how to run the gas pumps. Yes. That they need uh, to keep the corn going. Yes. So that's that's the trade. You can stay alive. And uh, I would have just left. Yeah. Like, like I would have just been gone. I have a vehicle and I have, a, and I have fuel and you aren't leaving town. Like, just leave, dude. Yeah. They're not going to. I mean, it's not like they, like. Patrol the gas station. Right. Just leave. And so this is where um, Malachi and some of the... I don't want to say like they quit following, but they've kind of gotten like bloodthirsty, like Malachi and some of the other right. followers. And um, so they, they jump, deal, and yeah. they... I mean, they kill him. Well, yeah, because he... Again, the the kids need adult sacrifices yes. to the to he who walks behind the rose. Yes, and Deal tries to persuade them from going to Gatlin because there's signs to Gatlin. Like almost, mm-hmm. it's almost like Gatlin just over there. Like yeah. every sign is pointing at Gatlin, like yeah. twelve feet away. Um, and he tries to persuade them from going to Gatlin, which of course kind of breaks the pact. Mm-hmm. Because he's supposed to be sending people to Gatlin. Yeah. Um, Malachi's like, oh, 
Deal didn't keep his end of the bargain. Murder. And uh, so Vicky and Bert end up lost. (laughs) Like, I don't even know why he would think that he should drive down a dirt road between a cornfield. I don't know. Like, I don't want this man to be my doctor. That's not where town is. Right. Town is not, like, the state does not produce road signage. For towns, you must take a dirt crop road to get to. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like, the signs Whatever. you're going to see, the signs you're going to see by those roads are like rabbits for sale. Uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah. know? Eggs. $2 a dozen. That's what you're yes. going to see down those roads. You're yes. not going to see, like, a city, like a downtown no. area. No. But Bert thinks he knows a shortcut. Yep. So, meanwhile, Isaac has gotten news from, like you said, the man who walks behind the rose. And he, it's that, um, what did they call them? People, what did they call the people that were coming in? Outlanders. Outlanders were coming in and they were not believers. And, so, and Malachi, if you couldn't fit, Malachi's mouth forms every letter of that yeah. word. He's got one giant chomper on him. Yeah, he does. Outlanders! It, yeah. Um, and so they head in, they are searching houses, searching, I mean, just searching all over the town. They end up meeting this little girl named Sarah, uh-huh. who, um, kind of like has a gift to like draw the future. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a Stephen King story. Somebody's got a yeah. gift. If you've read enough Stephen King, you find out somebody's got a gift. And so she draws this cute little picture, um, gives it to Vicky, and Vicky's like, who's that? And she's like, you. And Vicky's like, disgusted. And we see the picture, and it's people dragging her away, stabbing her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tying her to, like, a crucifix. Yeah. Like, imagine meeting, like, a six-year-old and them just drawing that. Like, this is you. Especially when, like, every other person that you saw in this town has like fled from you yeah and then the first person that talks to you is like here's you dying yep i'm six and um so any of your your students bring that kind of artwork to you not yet not yet i won't say no but i will say not yet yes i've not made anyone that upset yet that's good um malachi and his followers head into the house they get vicky Take her to the cornfield. It's kind of just like a little just a clearing, yeah, yeah, type yeah. Because Bert Bert left Vicky with Sarah, and Bert yes. just kind of went running around town to check yes. things out, like sprinting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he entered the church where um, Rachel and Amos. Amos, yes. It was Amos's 19th birthday. So he was getting sacrificed. Yep. They're getting ready to drink the blood, carving his chest and everything. Uh, and right as he's trying to escape, Rachel attacks him. Mm-hmm. Bert. And, um, and Malachi, and, or Rachel's like, get him. So I mean, it's just like, like a cat and mouse chase here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really um, is. It just turns into yeah. a foot race. And despite getting stabbed, and, yeah, he's he, a doctor. he's in amazing shape. Not only that, but I, I've I'm not a doctor. 
just disclaimer here. But I thought exercise and activity increase blood flow. And here's a man who has an open yeah. stab wound. One would think that that thing would just be percolating blood all yeah. over the place. But nope, nope, because he's a doctor and he knows exactly how to close it up, I suppose. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's in great shape. Like, despite yeah. being stabbed, he can outrun every child in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Job ends up finding Bert and he's like, hey, I've got a place to hide. Come with me. And it's just kind of funny because, like, Job's like, why? Like, don't be scared. It's just me. And it's like, I just saw kids like sacrificing mm-hmm. each other. And like, I just got stabbed yeah. and you're yeah. telling me not to be scared as I follow you to a basement. And like, when we meet your sister, we'll find out she's been drawing yeah. pictures of my future wife dying. Yeah. And so, um, we flash back to the cult and Isaac and Malachi are kind of going at it because Malachi's head's got too big mm-hmm. and he starts, he's just getting fed up with Isaac. And so um, he's like, you know what? Take down the girl and let's, let's sacrifice Isaac and said, like, yeah. see what, see what your God does for you then. Right. Type thing. And Isaac's warning him. Isaac yeah. is definitely like the figurehead of this cult where it's like, yes. you can't, you can't do this. Like, yeah. I'm the only one that can speak with him. I'm yeah. it's it's very reminiscent. Um when I taught social studies in sixth grade for a number of years and we talked about the beginnings of civilizations, it's v- just so reminiscent of like like the the religious figurehead of each civilization. That mm-hmm. like I talk to our gods, so therefore you have to yes. make sure I'm pleased so that yeah. I can please the gods for you. Yeah. Um and that's really how this that's the vibe mm-hmm. I'm getting from Isaac. And Malachi and the rest of them are just sick of it. Yeah. And so, like you said, like Isaac warned him, like, he, you will be punished. Like, mm-hmm. he who walks, you will be punished. And, of course, they don't believe him because he's, no. just, he's just a chump. Yeah. And so, um, during that night, during the sacrifice, Bert sneaks in to rescue Vicky. Um, and he kind of has this, like, like... I don't want to say like coming to Jesus moment for him, but it kind of is. He's like, like, what are you guys? This isn't a religion if you don't have love. And, right. You know, and, he all and they, on him. yeah, he does. And, but they, they're all like, yeah, like we get that though. And uh, so you've got this other supernatural thing that happens. Right. Cause it's a Stephen King movie. <laughs> and Isaac has been burned. And like rocket shipped off on his corn stock cross. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like Isaac in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah. And then he comes back. Yes. With and like, he warned him. Yeah, he did. And he's like total demonic voice yeah. now and everything. And he, I mean, it just like everything, like this huge fire cloud. Well, it's like he's, yeah, it's like this. And really cool effect. Like the special effects here are really bad. Yeah. Like the lighting or whatever. Yeah. Um, but but I always was impressed with like like the, the like the giant mole kind of moving under the ground, like uh-huh. the, like the dirt. Of, I've always thought that was cool. Um, yes. But yeah, my, but Isaac warned him, hey. You guys are going to tick him off, and and so he who walks behind the rose has 
as like empowered Isaac, mm-hmm. revived him and empowered him to do his bidding. So it's like he's got himself and Malachi all rolled into one now. Yeah. And um, so it just kind of like, I don't, everyone's just like running, um, fleeing. And meanwhile, you've just got this huge, like we said, like fire cloud. Yeah, just big, like, like, yeah, firestorm coming. Storm, yeah. And um, so Burr is trying to find a way to save the day, and they've all taken shelter. Well, then Job kind of informs him, like, you know, there was, like, the guy in blue, like, he he tried one day, and he was reading a passage from the Bible, and and so, of course, he's got it on him three years yeah. later. Well, we find out that, you know, they they keep referencing the guy in blue, and when they sac- yeah. when they go to sacrifice Vicky, we figure out, like, it's the police. Yeah. <laughs> so the police were and, reading the Bible to these kids? Yeah. And uh, it was about, like, um, a, like a, a lake of fire or something, yeah. a passage like that. And so Bert and Vicky are like, oh, okay, like light it on fire. Like that's the only way that we can get rid of them. So they go through, I mean, pumping gas, starting up the irrigation system. Bert makes, you know, whips up a Molotov cocktail. Um, I did. I loved like Bert's like, Vicky, give me a thick cloth or a thick rag. (laughs) And Vicky rips Job's. Like vest, and he's like, "That's not a rag." Jeesh! And like, Job was just so funny. Like, I really liked him. Kid kid actors are awful most of the time, and (laughs) it's like, and if if and while these guys like Joe, Job, and Sarah weren't good, they were at least entertaining. Like they were trying hard. So those actors did okay, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, you guys should have been absolutely mortified this entire film, and you you mm-hmm. weren't like you were comfortable. But yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. That's not okay. And, <laughs> and then like when he threw the Molotov, and like Job went to go grab it again, and he brings it back, and he's like, "Throw it again, but better." <laughs> and it's just like, ah, oh, kid, like he's just so funny. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so everything just like blows up, and yeah. this the the lake of fire from the Bible that it talked about just like sucked up the guy who walks behind the rose and they had gotten out. And so Vicky and Bert and Sarah and Job are walking back to their car and they decide that, I mean, they don't like talk about adopting them, but I get the, the sense of like, they're going to go live with. Yeah. Like you're, you're, yeah, they're going to take kids in. Because obviously and, they have no parents. Yeah. And so um, the, Bert gets in his car. Well, the, car the, the car's got corn under the hood. Yeah. Like you see corn yeah. stalks coming out, which mm-hmm. is, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we can't take him out and still use the car. Nope, like nope. we have to walk. But it won't start. There's yeah. stalks in the hood. Um, And so he gets in his car to get something I don't even remember. And... Uh, Rachel pops up from the yeah. back seat. This scared the bejesus out of me as a kid. And see, I last week you had said like there's one that I wonder if it'll get you. Uh-huh. And uh this one did not get me because I was expecting like the whole time I'm like there's this, someone in the car. This wasn't the one I was thought okay. would get you. The one that I the two that I thought would get you would running into the kid on the road. 
at the beginning, and then mm-hmm. him shooting up and grabbing Vicky. Those are the two that I thought. Yeah, that one got the the one shooting up and grabbing Vicky got me. Yeah, those are the um, two I thought might startle you. But this one, like, it was, and of course, like, if you were to watch this movie for the first time now, you would, you know. But as a oh, kid, yeah. you didn't know, you know. But it's like, all right, someone's someone has to be back there. Like, it can't just end like this, right? And um, and then this part was kind of funny too. Like Rachel, as she's attacking him, Vicky knocks her out, and yeah. and Bert's just like, "Well, she's out cold." Yeah, and it's yeah, just like, "Okay, here Rachel's we go." Rachel's dead now. Yeah, and that's Children of the Corn. Yeah, yeah. I think this is um, safe's not the right word because obviously there's murder and these, but if you were to introduce like a uh, preteen to Stephen King, yeah. this is probably a safe one. Yeah. There's, there's no nudity in this one. There's no, like, there's a little bit of language, but it's not terrible, but there's like right. no sexual situations. There's no gore. Like it's enough of a creepy atmosphere mm-hmm. that you could tell it's a, it's a horror film, but I don't think like you're, you're not terrorizing some kid with this. Yeah. Movie. And, um, I think like I would compare this one to kind of like it because when I was little and I watched it, like it scared the life out of me. The thought yeah. of Pennywise, like right, not and we're not talking about the movie remakes. We're talking about the the original, like the nineteen ninety yeah. yes. TV miniseries. Like yeah. that scared me so bad. And then I remember when the the remake came out. Right, I was in college, and so I watched the original again and i was like this isn't even scary like no, this is so not. cheesy yeah it really and is. so that's how i feel like the new one the remake had quite a bit more like jump scares and stuff right so i'm like i wonder if the remake of children of the corn would have more like jump scares probably because that's what horror relies on yeah. today is jump scares not atmosphere but right. i know despite the like Poor reception on this one, uh, which it really is. Like, critics were like 39% of them were like, this movie's trash. Um, like, the the new Children of the Corn mm-hmm. is uh, even worse. I haven't seen it, but just based on the ratings, yeah, pretty bad. They filmed this movie in Iowa. Wow. Yep. So... Hmm. Yeah, um, reading just a quick little blurb here. Uh, the actor that played Malachi, he won the role of Malachi. He took a prop knife and grabbed a casting assistant and held her hostage at the at his audition. And I guess scared everybody. And then he oh. showed like, just kidding. And then they're like, you're hired. <laughs> um, this was another horror film that we've watched that has an axe come through a door. Yeah. I did notice that. Yeah. Um, let's, let's play, let's play a game. Um, what was the first name? Another movie that had an ax coming through a door. The shining written by Stephen King. Stephen King. I I just had to think about that for a second. Name another movie where a doctor takes a job clear across the country. Did we watch this one? And then, and a kid gets hit in the middle of the road. Oh, Pet Cemetery. Written by Stephen King. <laughs> Are you seeing a theme here? Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, name, another, name another movie where a young child has visions of the future. I don't think we've watched that one, have we? The Shining. Oh, okay. Written by Stephen King. Yeah. Um, I love I was, my, I was trying to think of a different one, but yeah. Love myself some Stephen King, but again, you get enough of them out there and you start, yeah. you definitely start seeing a central theme. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I. What do you think? Let's grade this sucker. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this one a, just a solid C because okay. I just feel like it was average. Like there was just like enough things that again, like I'm finding myself being nitpicky, like. Just start the car. Like, get yeah. the corn out and just start the car. Right. Like, you're these, an adult. These, just these, like, yeah, these kids don't know how to disable a vehicle. Right. And it's like, you're a grown adult. So, like, just kill the kids off yourself. I mean, just little things like when he knocks Malachi down, like, why didn't you pick his knife up? Why'd you leave him to go with his knife? Just, right. I don't know. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a good enough movie that I didn't feel like I wasted my time. So, good. I'll give it a C. Yeah, I think a C is appropriate. Um, I there are definitely people on a first time viewing for someone younger than you would probably yeah. find this, um, but it's got to be the right mood because what horror movies are today? I think if you were yeah. to show this to high school kids, um, they would think it's stupid, right? Because it doesn't scratch the itch that they think a horror movie should. Correct, do. and that's. Right. Like I've grown, I grew up in that age where it's like, you know, the haunting of Connecticut, yeah. um, those movies with jump scares, like, like paranormal activity was big when I was in high school. Yeah. So the jump scares are what fuel my age right. and like younger. And now that I've started watching more horror movies, I've realized like, it's not all about just the jump scares. Right. But it's, That's yeah. That's the cheap side of it. Yes. But it's something that I think I'll never be able to stray away from. Like, oh, no, and you won't. Like, For the it's, same it's reason. definitely, yeah. I like to be... Like, it's what, it's what you were brought up on. Yeah. Yes. For, the, for the same reason that, that dumb movies like Return of the Living Dead and Night of the Creeps are like right in my wheelhouse. They're yeah. ridiculous. I know they're ridiculous movies. But I love the creativity behind somebody thinking, let's do this. And, yeah. it, and they want to tell a story. Whereas mm -hmm. I feel like in some of those movies, like what's the story of Paranormal Activity? You you don't know in the first. <laughs> you movie. don't know. You have to watch like five of them to get yeah. the, to get the gist of it. And so it's just a definite difference of era. And so yeah. this came out in the eighties. Stephen King was hot. This was this was just a hot commodity, and it was atmospheric. Like mm -hmm. I watched this movie, and I feel like it's fall. Like um, yeah. That's just the vibe you get is it's like there's, you know, like there's dusty cornfields and it just feels like something that should be watched in, in like that preparation for Halloween. You know, yes. is it the scariest movie ever made? Absolutely not. But is it still just kind of a fun ride? Yeah, it tells a fun story. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's that's kind of what I look for. If I jump, whatever, I really don't care. Um, right. But but it is just fun. And so, in it, like, again, this is one that I grew up on, and I watched it a lot, and it's like, oh, Children of the Corn. It's just that, like, yeah. warm, comfortable feeling of, like, mm -hmm. I know this movie is dumb. I know this movie is ridiculous, um, but let's give it a watch anyway. Like, yep. it's for fun. So, yeah, see, see across the board. That's fine with me. I've seen better. I've seen worse. Yeah. It's cozy right in the middle. 
Um, well, <laughs> what kind of educational lesson do you want to go with here? Um, I'm going to go with don't be a follower. I see like so many good kids mm-hmm. um, get in trouble or kind of get a bad name for themselves because they chose to be a follower. They they wanted to do what all the other kids were doing. Oh, yeah. And um, I I was I always wanted to do what all the other kids were doing, too, when I was in high school. And my mom, I'm sure everyone's heard it like, if they jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? And it's like, don't be stupid, mom. But it's also like. Now, I'd probably think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like if everyone else is doing it, like if they formed a cult and killed all the adults, would you join it? Yeah, like <laughs> I well, don't know. the way you're nagging on me, mom, probably. <laughs> so I just I think that like kind of just becoming your own person. You don't really get that from this, but no. just don't be a follower. Right. Um, I'm going to go a different route and just talk briefly about. The importance of education. Um, You know, all education was removed from this. Yeah. These kids were just, like you said, just following. Following what one person was telling them to do. Um, There was no... (coughs) There was no thought. There was no... Really, Malachi didn't even challenge what was being said. He just wanted to be in charge. Yeah. Yeah. and so you remove, you remove the adults and you remove any sorts, any sort of, um, systems and civilization. And you just like, they went, we went backwards. Like mm-hmm. this is like I mentioned earlier, sixth grade social studies and the dawn of civilization. This is probably not a whole lot off of what it yeah, looked like no. of this is what we believe because that person said so. And I follow what they said because I'm a, he's told me to be afraid if I don't. And anybody that challenges it needs to either go or die. And yeah. that's basically how it worked. Yeah. Um, until enough people started to challenge things. And um, so important. Yeah. Education is pretty important. Very. Um, I was hoping my daughter study uh, for our social studies quiz today, you know, that she took today. And part of it was Greek philosophers. And one of them, you know, was Socrates, which she would tell you, um, you know, a Greek philosopher that uh, challenged people to question their own beliefs. And this is definitely a movie that did not do that. You know, no. the kids, nobody in this movie challenged their own beliefs. Um, and so, yeah, and education is important. And unlike any material possession in the world it's the one thing that no one can take from you mm-hmm. and it's the one thing you can never ever get enough of like your brain is the best hard drive yeah. ever to exist yes. you don't it will never in th- not like a traditional hard drive it's never going to go bad it's Correct. you know um and obviously yes there are diseases that as you get older could play in but that's basically a corroded hard drive mm-hmm. uh but yeah so get that education because you can always have more than you need yeah but get that education because this is what happened in Gatlin Nebraska is what will happen if you if we have yeah. a civilization with no education so well done well well done it's movie time. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen Children of the Corn, it's streaming pretty much everywhere. You can catch it for free on Roku, Tubi, Vix, Plex. Um, 
it, you can rent it on Redbox, Amazon, Voodoo, Apple TV, Google Play, YouTube, Microsoft, DirecTV, AMC, AMC Plus. Uh, you ne- like it's everywhere. Like yeah. Children of the Corn is everywhere. Um, all right, so we are looking at a shuffle of scratch off poster time. We have 91 videos remaining, 91 movies left. Um, real quick, this is, we are recording right now, I believe this is episode 52. Wow. Yeah. It's not our yearly, though. I looked this up earlier today. Our first episode published October 6th of last year. Okay. One month from today. Yeah. We will hit our one year anniversary. It's a big deal. That is. Yeah. We've got one month from today and we're hitting our one year. And on my other podcast, Let's Talk About Flicks, we are two episodes away from hitting episode 100. Wow. So we are almost two years into that podcast. And well, they're both going to happen next month. Our one year on this one and our two year on the other one will happen next month. So that's kind of fun. All right. So are you ready for Scratch Off Horror number, well, Technically number two, but really we've already watched nine of these. All right, what are we going to watch for next week? We are watching, oh, a movie. I Have I seen this one? I don't think I have. I, I like when you haven't seen that. I haven't seen this one. Um, you're not going to like it, though. Ah! Because it's black and white. Oh, it'll be okay. It will, it will be okay. We are going to watch 1943s. What? Yeah. 1943's. Oh, I just closed it and didn't catch the name. Hold on. I'm scrolling through real quick. Um, is it, was it the seventh victim? Is that the name of it? Oh, why did I close it before? I like, I looked at it, got excited and then closed it. And then I was like, Oh, I forgot the name. Um, the seventh victim, 1943's the seventh victim. A woman in search of her missing sister uncovers a satanic cult in the new in New York's Greenwich Village and finds that they could have something to do with her sister's random disappearance. 95% on the tomato meter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 1943. It's only 70 minutes long. Like quick wow. and dirty, this one will be. So we are going to watch. We go to see where this is streaming if it's streaming the seventh victim um you can rent it on apple tv amazon prime voodoo and microsoft uh for three bucks or you can just buy it for for 10 on all those same sites um yeah so yeah it's i'm excited it's a little 70 yeah. minute jobber i like the short ones because they don't they'll screw around you get in get it out like yeah. the corn went quick and it was still 24 minutes longer mm-hmm. than the one we're going to watch. Yes. So, yeah, scratch off number two is the seventh victim. And then what do you say, instead of shuffling for the last one, what do, what do you think about getting screen five in with Ella? That's perfect. Okay. Because I don't necessarily want to use it up for my choices. Uh, love my daughter, but that's not necessarily like if I want to choose one, it's because I want to choose it. Um, but she was asking the other day when we're going to do the next screen movie. So figure we'll do that. So yeah, the next couple of weeks are notched out, but the seventh victim, I'm not seeing this one. 
not seeing it at all. 1943. So, um, social media-wise, you guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, you know, our Spotify, if, if you listen to us as a podcast on Spotify, they've got, like, what you think of the episode. We love to hear what people, what your feedback is. Um, and so comment below, share with your friends, whatever. You know, we really enjoy the feedback because... I'm enjoying our show. We're almost a full year into it, and you're still doing this with me. So yes. you must be enjoying it as well. Um, yeah, we've got uh, we'll get more guests on and things like that once school settles down a little bit. And we kind of yes. get into a groove. Right now, it's just kind of a free for free for all panic mode. But um, we've got a satanic cult movie two weeks in a row, pretty much with the seventh yeah. victim. This time, it's the adults doing this satanic culting. Um, but yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is where you're going to find us online. Uh, you can always shoot us an email at deducation. I think it's deducationpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe it's just deducation. I don't even remember what our email is. Um, deducationpodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, so that's it for another episode of Deducation. I'm Mike. And I'm Courtney. We'll see you guys next week with the seventh victim. Bye.